Episode 43, Why Rejection is Actually Good. James Altucher said the following, Rejection and the fear of rejection is the biggest impediment we face to choosing ourselves. So, without further ado, let me dive into this with you. And let's put it this way. Most people feel like rejection or the fear of being rejected is bad. And really, I want to talk about the rejection part first. Being rejected sounds bad, of course, right? It sounds bad. Didn't work out. And there's many things you could be rejected from. That could be a team. That could be being a starter. That could be playing no time at all. That could be getting cut from a program. There's a whole bunch of different types of things that quantify or qualify as rejection. Now, it's really important to understand this premise that Rejection is actually a good thing. And here's why. Only the strongest are going to survive. And every single player, and coach for that matter, are going to be rejected at some point or another. Now, 99% of people who get rejected from something, so let's say you try out for a team like your high school team and you get rejected, are going to quit right there. Because their self-talk, the way they talk to themselves is, man, I'm just not good enough. And that's not what the answer should be. Instead, it should be, I need to go and prove this person wrong. So, being rejected can lead to developing mental toughness. Because if everything goes your way, there's going to be a time where it doesn't go your way. And when you're rejected, you have two options. Option one is roll over, take the hit, and lay on your back and die, right? Which means do nothing about it. Or the other side then becomes you're going to fight through it and say, you know what? I'm going to prove my coach or this person or whoever said no to me wrong. Now, it doesn't mean you have to do something in spite of somebody else. You know, be like, oh, well, this person screwed me over, didn't pick me up. No, you don't do that. You just prove the person wrong. Shouldn't have rejected me. Right? But 99% of players are going to walk away and be like, yep, this person's right. I'm not good enough. Or whatever the circumstances. Let's look at it from playtime. Let's say you didn't play a minute in a game. Let's say it's a big tournament or a league game. It doesn't really even matter the circumstance. just matters that you didn't play. Now, you could sit here and say... Oh, it's coach's fault I didn't play. Should have been doing better and he should have put me in. I could have made a big difference and whatever. Right? But obviously the coach, for whatever reason, didn't put you in. So you could sit there and blame the coach and say, well, it's coach's fault for not playing me. Or at the very next practice, you could step up and be like, you know what? That was on me. For whatever reason, the coach didn't want to play me. It's probably due to lack of ability or something that he didn't see from me, I got to step up. And it's that type of mindset when you buy into yourself and you say that and you implement it, which means you do it, something can actually happen that will benefit you. Mentally, you're going to toughen up. Secondly, it should put a little bit of fire in your belly to be like, you know what? I'm going to actually prove this guy wrong and be like, I'm going to step up and show everybody that I can do this. And that's why rejection is such a great thing because 
you're going to get rejected 100%. I can't tell you when, how, why, or where. But what I can tell you is you will be rejected. Whether it's from playtime, being cut from a team, not making a team, whatever the circumstances, you're going to get rejected. The biggest challenge is the self-talk that comes immediately afterwards. So you need to change the way that you speak to yourself. And this is the same thing when you make a mistake because making mistakes is somewhat like rejection. Like if you make a mistake leading to a goal and you say, oh man, I suck. Well, guess what? You're going to suck the rest of the game. If you make a mistake and you go, I got the next one. Well, then everything's going to change for you because mentally you might start believing yourself and you say, you know what? I got this. Yeah, I made a mistake, but I got the next two goals. Guarantee that. So that, that's the power right there of how men, the mentality needs to change or when it changes, what can happen for you. And how you can even turn a negative moment, say being cut from a program, to being a positive antidote and allowing you to step up. And that, that's the critical element for me is you learning that you need to step up as a player. And let me be clear about one thing. And I want to make sure you really understand. So make sure you're paying attention. You do not deserve anything from this game. Anything. You don't deserve a dime, a penny, a quarter, a dollar, nothing. Nobody deserves anything. It's going to come from the hard work that you put in that you'd get something out of this game. So don't go around thinking that you deserve something. And, and if you think for one second that you're the best 9-year-old or 10-year-old or 11-year-old or 12-year-old in the state or the country or anything like that, guess what? Something's going to happen to you down the road in a short while where you're going to be dropped on your butt and you got a decision to make. Oh, I really am the best, even though that guy dropped me. Where you go, you know what? I'm not as good as I thought I was. I got to work freaking harder. But the problem is, you know how many people, and I hope you're not one of them, they go and blame somebody else for something happening to them. And they go, oh, it's the coach's fault. Oh, it's Johnny's fault. Oh, it's Zach's fault. He didn't pass him the ball. We lost the game. Where's the ownership? And you, as a player, if you make a mistake, or you get cut, or you don't play, Don't look at everybody else. This is a critical element about rejection. Is stop blaming or looking at everybody else. Look at yourself first. What could you have done better? What did you do well but could improve on? And those things are going to make a big difference for you in the long run when you start critically evaluating yourself. Because again, you're going to get rejected. It's how you handle that rejection that sets the tone for your future. Because let's say you want to go to a big Division I school. Or you want to play in like an MLS Academy. And let's say you're 13 or 14 years old and you don't make the squad. So let's use an MLS Academy and you don't make the squad. Well, guess what? You got two choices. You could sit here and blame everybody else and say, well, I should have made that team. Or you could be like, you know what? Okay. Yeah, this sucks. For sure, it's not going to feel good. It's going to suck that you didn't make the team. Whatever. 
They're like, you know what? I'm going to prove these guys wrong. They should have picked me. And that's the mentality that you need to develop if you're going to become an elite athlete. And it's interesting because I've talked to various people throughout the years, the last couple weeks, last months, and they're like, oh, I might take my kid out of this program. Why? Doesn't play enough. Okay? So because your kid doesn't play enough, your immediate solution is to pull a kid out of a program? Why? Why not figure out what the problem is? What is the player not doing right to not play? Instead of saying, ah, it's the coach's fault. My kid, my kid should be playing. And maybe at some circumstantial level, you're right. Maybe your kid should be playing, especially if they're younger. But regardless, go look at your kid first. So if you're a parent, look at the flaws of your kid. What are they not doing well? Let's say they're playing in a game and they get subbed out. Why do you think they got subbed out? They only played five minutes. Probably didn't do something right. Didn't do what the coach was looking for. Whatever the circumstance is. And those are the type of things that make the biggest difference because you need to understand as a parent as well that the solution shouldn't be, well, my kid didn't play. I'm going to go take him to the new club that's down the street. No, it should be, Johnny, you need to work harder. Johnny, don't come complaining to me because you didn't play or that coach punished you or whatever the circumstances. It should be if little Johnny, who's my son, comes crying to me. Okay, little Johnny, what happened? Blah, 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 blah. He'll tell me what happened. Okay, great. Did you talk to coach? No? Okay, don't talk to me anymore. Go talk to your coach. Solve it with your coach. Perfect. Right? Let the player figure it out. You're a parent. You put your player into a program. Don't overprotect or shield or cover or whatever word you want to choose for this and give them that escape route where they can always come to you for a solution. So unless you want your player coming to you for the rest of their life saying, mom or dad, I need your help. I highly suggest pushing them to go problem solve. So if they come to you and say, mom, coach punished me or mom, I didn't play a lot in this practice or this game. Instead of you storming off as a parent going to the coach because your child got rejected for whatever the circumstance is, right? I'm giving different examples. Send the player out to go get an answer. Now, let's say they're younger and they're like eight or nine years old. Instead of saying, I'm going to pull my kid out of this event or this team, be like, okay, son, didn't play. Let's have a conversation with the coach. I don't think there's any harm in that. And the coach will sit down and explain, hey, Johnny, you didn't play that much because you did X, Y, and Z wrong. Everything else was great, right? But if you if you can fix X, Y, and Z, you'll play more. And I don't think that's a tough thing to do or, or hard to ask for a player. And if, you're, if they're young, you can sit in as the parent and help guide them with that and, and listen to the coach and the player have that interaction. Because the last thing you want as a player, sorry, as a parent, is to have... The player, I would think, come to you for the next 25 years. Let's pretend they're 8 years old. Come to you for the next 25 years because you decided to pull them out of a program or out of a tournament or out of whatever circumstances because they didn't play a lot. Nah. 
You're giving them an excuse to say, you know what, if I don't play a lot, I get to go to mom and dad. Mom and dad are going to protect me. Well, guess what? If you play on a pro team or you play in an academy, mom and dad are not there to protect you. They can't. They can't protect you. So you mentally have to toughen up. And I'm saying this as nice as I can. If this is what you want to do, use the rejection of not playing, of being cut, not making a team, whatever the circumstances, and say, you know what? I'm going to prove everybody wrong. So when your coach doesn't play you, the next time you go to your next game, you absolutely freaking dominate at your game. And then before that, at practice, you dominate and you show everybody how good you actually are. That's going to feel really good. So go ahead and use that for yourself. Use the power of rejection and transform it into a benefit to you. Because I'm telling you, as a player, you are going to be rejected. Now, there was a time when I was in France. Here's a personal story to give you some correlation to this. There was one game, I think it was like the third game I played in, or we were going to play in. We traveled in like three hours. I didn't even play a freaking minute. I didn't play a minute. I'm 22 years old, didn't play a minute of that game, just came back from an injury. Coach took me. You bet I was pissed? Hell yeah, I was pissed. I couldn't believe I went all that way over and didn't play a minute. So what did I do? Called my parents. First thing I did at 22 years old, called my parents. Couldn't believe it. I'm like, Mom, Dad, you won't believe this. Didn't play. They're like, what? You didn't play? You know what they asked me? Talk to the coach? I'm like, no. Why are you calling me? I was like, I just need to vent to somebody. No, no, no. Kyle, go talk to your coach. Figure this out. Okay, okay. Right? Even at, even at that age, I went out and vented to my parents and said, you know what? Help me out here. Mom and dad said, did you talk to the coach? No. Go have your conversation. You're right. I need to do that. Went over, went over and talked to the coach. Be like, coach, why didn't I play? Didn't feel like it was the right moment to put you in due to your injury. It's my fault. I should have done better. Made me feel a little bit better. I was still pissed. But you know what I did next practice? I worked my freaking socks off, dude. I double-timed. I was like, how dare he not play me? But this is my dream. So guess what? I'm going to show him that I should be playing and in that starting lineup, even though I just came back from a freaking injury. So that's a decision you have to make. What are you accepting? What are you accepting? Are you okay with not playing and making up excuses and saying, you know what? It's coach's fault I didn't play. Are you going to say, you know what? It's my fault. I should have done better. The decision is yours. Hey guys, I absolutely love that you're checking out and listening to the podcast. And I only have one ask quickly. And that would be if you could please share this podcast with somebody else that you maybe know that is going through the system or struggling to navigate it from the youth soccer perspective. And that would mean the absolute world to me because, as you know, I don't sell anything through the podcast and I don't have any sponsorships. And the more people that I can help, that is my overall objective. So I would absolutely love if you could share this with somebody. Take the five seconds to do so by sending it through social media or WhatsApp or whatever way that you like to share content. And I will make sure that I continue to deliver valuable and insightful content for you.